Good morning. Happy Monday. Happy beginning of the week. I'm Greg and welcome to the Daily Bible Wrap-Up. Our readings for today, they are Psalm 92, 1 Corinthians 3, and 1 Chronicles 24 through 26, 19. You can also see them right here. Do you see my finger pointing to that right at the bottom of the screen? The crayon. We'll go ahead and get started going into Psalm 92, which concludes with the godly in an old age, quote, will declare the Lord is just. He is my rock. There is no evil in him. Now to me, this speaks that living in a godly manner will not result in a dulling of our faith. These statements are punctuated with exclamation points, implying great enthusiasm. While sometimes things that we are overly passionate for at the beginning of when we first get involved with them, sometimes those things we see that passion dull. You get excited about something, then you get used to it, and then it just becomes kind of there. But from this reading, I got that we can expect that this will not be the case with our passion for God. That passion will remain for the godly. New Testament, we're in 1 Corinthians 3. Paul begins this key message of this letter by stating in the beginning, when he talked with them, those at Corinth, it wasn't possible for him to talk to them as one believer to another because their faith was not mature. It's an interesting concept here. and Let's unpack it just a little bit. It's a good analogy to remind us that we also are mature in the faith should nurture those that are, quote, infants in Christ. Yeah. Have you ever been turned off by someone who seems to show off their extensive biblical knowledge with quotes of book, chapter, and verse. When you, all you did was just act, ask a very simple question. I have, and it's intimidating. It was intimidating for me earlier on in my faith walk, and I still get intimidated by it now. Somebody comes and shows this extensive biblical scholarly knowledge and I'm just not wired to be able to remember book, chapter, and verse. I'm much better at the abstract, the overall message, the holistic story, if you will. What really is trying to be said as opposed to picking out details and words and nuances. So I get intimidated with that. It's like, well, you were able to pull that from the middle of John, and I didn't even know that it was a New Testament. I must be horrible with my God walk. That's not the right way to think. Should we respond to the question about how planes fly, as an example, with complex differential equations of fluid mechanics, fluid dynamics? I use that example because, although it would be a stretch for me to do that now, I could. That was what I took in college, fluid dynamics, aerodynamics, Diffie-Qs, finite elements, take a while for me to try to mine through all the gray matter in my brain to find where 
the skill set was for working with that, but I have in the past. Or would it make more sense to, to explain that just because air, airplanes fly because air moves faster over the top of the wings because it's curved. You can visualize that. It's got a longer path to travel, so it's going to move faster to get from the beginning of the leading edge that they say, they call it in the airplane wing, to the trailing edge. Well, what happens if you have the same amount of stuff, but in a greater volume because it's traveling further, it's less dense. If it's less dense, you have less pressure, and it's that less pressure that pulls the aircraft up, if you will. That's how airplanes fly, for the most part. But which is simpler? Both would be correct approaches and have be correct answers, but which works best for your average person on the street as opposed to someone who's majoring in physics? Even the latter might be too much for one, say, in middle school. So even a simpler yet no less correct explanation can be given until they could understand more. Point is that we should explain based on where that person is at in whatever journey that we're trying to help them with. And so we must do that when being disciples to those, quote, immature in Christ. This is no place to stoke your ego while showing off your extensive biblical knowledge. It's impressive. It's very impressive that you have spent that much time in the Word that you can do that. But this isn't the time. Paul says God makes our faith grow, verse 6. We plant the seeds, and we water those seeds. We help them grow. Our work's effectiveness will be tested also on Judgment Day. Now, just a side note here about works that Paul gets into. This is not about saying that we are judged and our salvation is based on works. That is not the case. Paul makes that clear here. He says that strong works will be rewarded, but poor works do not result in a loss of salvation. They'll still be saved. That was a gift that was already given. When you profess that Christ is your Lord, you are saved. But that doesn't mean that works aren't important. There will be some loss nonetheless if you or I did not, weren't as effective, if you will, with what we did with the faith. Now we have to guard ourselves, always remembering we may think we are wise by the world's standards, but we need to become a fool to be truly wise, which is the quote there to end that part of the reading that I wanted to go through today. Try not to be so egotistical. Try not to be so full of yourself. Again, you can quote book, chapter, and verse. That's great. But you really need to become a fool to become truly wise. Old Testament, we pick up the story in First Chronicles 24, and it dives into the duties of the priests, which, of course, are Aaron's descendants. Duties were assigned by groups and group membership chosen by lots for fairness. And the lots are detailed. Then other family leaders descended from Levi are listed, and their duties were also assigned by sacred lots. First Chronicles 25 continues this. 
by describing names and duties of the musicians seen as an integral part of worship. 288 musicians listed. Terms of service were assigned by Ikrid Lots. First Chronicles 26, 1 through 19 lists the divisions of the gatekeepers named for their family leaders assigned by sacred lots. So, a lot of lists, no pun intended, in today's Old Testament readings. Sometimes I think that's more for reference than it is for conveying a message. But then sometimes I think that I should, we should spend more time really diving into the list of names, but there's a lot there, an awful lot. And um, I'm not that high on the biblical scholar. I'm still like learning how airplanes fly by thinking about how the air goes over wings and not worrying about the mathematics behind it. That's it for today. Hope you have a wonderful day. We'll pick this up tomorrow as we always do. And as always, I pray that you walk by the Spirit today. Take care. Mm -hmm.